the G, the G now. It's the G, 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 the G now. It's the G, 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 Another TD Was it to the cheetah or Travis Kelsey? Turn it up in the lag In your snapback Or in your top hat Go on and put your seat back Because it's about to crack All facts, all caps, no caps now the G, the G, the G, the G, the G, the G now. It's the G, the G, the G, the G, the G, the G, the G now. It's the G, the G, the G, the G, the G, the G now. It's the G, 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 the G now. It's the G. What's going on, Kansas City? And welcome to the G Report on KCWRS Online Radio. Also live on Facebook. It's the playoffs. And some people gonna get fired after this round. (laughs) Some people. It's one person in particular that coaches the Nets if this thing don't work out he gonna be looking for another job but we gonna get into all that I have my my sis my NBA analyst without further ado sensei (laughs) welcome to the show Appreciate it. It's always a pleasure to lock in with you, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready to get rocking and rolling. Yes, yes. So, as we kick knowledge with Sensei, let's start with Celtics Nets, the series, series everybody's talking about, right? So, uh, the Celtics won last night, one fourteen. To 107. Um, Kevin Durant either has forgotten how to make baskets or the Celtics are just playing great defense. One of the two is going on. (laughs) Um, Is it time now for Nets fans, Nets in general to be panicking? Yes. Absolutely. Because the Celtics have found an effective way to stifle, at least for the moment, and we'll see how this, this, the rest of the series transpires, but they found a way to stifle Kevin Durant to the point where the, the method that they're using is not something that we've seen be effective before. Because not everybody can do that because now everybody has to be enough horses or they don't have the size or they don't have the talent. But the Celtics have all three of those things because they have guys that are lengthy, they have long arms, you know, quick feet, athletic, um, and they're bigger. 
And, you know, the jury uh, has always been out as far as KD goes is the best way to try to stifle him or try to stop him or even not even really stop him because you can't stop him, but slow him down is to be physical with him because he's not a big guy. He's not an imposing guy. He's very skinny. He's tall. But if you can rough him up a little bit, if you can bang him up a little bit, if you can make him second guess um, some of the decisions that he makes, you have a good chance of winning. And as you can see with the Celtics, that's what they've been doing. And I would like to point out that even when, because I mean, let's look, let's look at game two yesterday. Mm-hmm. Even when the Celtics were down, I never felt like they were out. Yeah. I felt like they they always had a chance because a lot of things, you know, went wrong with them, went wrong for them in the first half. And I was like, if, if the Celtics can some, somehow scrap or claw and get it close, they got a shot. Mm-hmm. The Brooklyn Nets as, as, a, as a unit, they are a small team. They're not big outside of Kevin Durant and Andre Drummond. They're not. They're not big. Yeah. They don't have a lot of guys that can crash the boards. They don't have you know a defensive prowess that you know can shut down Tatum or shut down Brown or shut down even Marcus Smart or I forgot the the, um, the young kid that they they drafted. But I mean they have they have a lot of players that can be effective for them, and the Nets just don't have enough outside of KD and Kyrie to match that. So. It's definitely time to panic. I mean, I honestly think I could see the Celtics winning this series six because at the end of the day, the problems that the Nets are having are going to persist because they're not going to get any bigger overnight. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be a better defensive team overnight. They've always been a terrible defensive team the entire year. Um, and even if, you know what I'm saying, I know a lot of um, Nets fans are banking on Ben Simmons coming back for game four. That's fine, but this is also a guy who hasn't played in 10 months. Yeah. And the Celtics ain't scared of Ben Simmons. No. They, they're not. <laughs> they, if they're not scared of KD, what the hell makes you think they're going to be scared of <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. Even, even Kyrie, I mean, you have two of the most offensively skilled players that have ever graced the league. Mm-hmm. And the Celtics have not batted an eye. Mm-hmm. So if you think somebody who has zero offense and the best that they, best he could probably offer you is good passing and defense, that ain't gonna make the difference that everybody thinks it's gonna make. The Celtics are playing with house money right now, with no fear, and Jason Tatum is is becoming a superstar. Before before our very eyes, I always thought he was a superstar, but I know you know some people were kind of skeptical of him, skeptical of him. But he's 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 coming into his own. He's 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 stepping into that role, and and he's he's been the guy. So I mean. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a Nets fan, for sure, it, it's definitely time to worry. Let me also just throw this out there: if the Sixers make it to the second round and the Nets don't, mm. different conversation. Hmm. <laughs> that I mean, yeah. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, that's, that's true. Been, that's been the that's been the debate. Who who got the better of that trade? That I mean, even though James Harden hasn't played the greatest. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah. He's played well enough. Yeah, to get to the next round, yeah. He didn't go 0 for 10. (laughs) So maybe the next did. Yeah. Yes. You know, I mean, if it was somebody in the Lakers uniform brand number six, we'd be having a different conversation. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, we would. I've, I've always been my, when I have criticized, our players in playoffs when they don't do well. Mm-hmm. Even though if I like them personally or not, I've always been um, 
uh, consistent saying, hey, this person didn't play well. Mm-hmm. And you can say that now about Kevin Durant. These first two games, he has played well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the same thing if it was Braun. People, yeah. people know I would definitely say the same thing. Right. If it was, <laughs> so, um, so I'm saying it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair because they're both, they're both otherworldly, yes. you know, superstars, legendary players. Yeah. So that's that's fair. But my thing is this: I just want the energy to be the same. Be the same, right? Because right. let LeBron had to go on for ten in a playoff game. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been a lot of uh, Skip Bayless clips on that one. <laughs> Skip, Skip Bayless, Skip Bayless. Yeah. A, a, ran, a random person sitting at the home on their couch who ain't never looked at a basketball all day in their life. <laughs> it would have been all. It would have been all of that. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I don't, don't, don't want to hear a single excuse. I don't yeah. want to hear a single excuse. But go ahead. I, I don't, go ahead. Yeah, he's. Yeah, Kevin Durant hasn't played well. Uh, in the first two games. Um, Kyrie, with all the drama with the fans and all that, he only had 10 points. Four that for 13. Real. And yeah. I'm like, now it's getting to a point where were you, were you distracted by the fans so much it took you out of your game? Because that's, that's what it seemed like. You had a good game one. You had the drama happen. A couple of days have passed, and now in this game too, you played like garbage. Let's just be yeah. honest about it. Yeah, I, I have I have a theory on that. Okay. And my theory is this: there's a lot of people that want to. What's the best way to put this? So there's a lot of people that, um, as a I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna use Bron because Bron's my guy, so I'm, okay. I'm just gonna use Bron. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that think and dream and hope and want to be on the level or want to be seen in that light, right? Mm-hmm. Like, as far as NBA players, whether they want to admit it or not, they do. Of course. LeBron could lose a thousand finals in a row, but because he's <laughs> Bron, mm-hmm. it, it, he's still a topic, he's still a conversation, he's still, you know, what the, what the measuring stick is for these younger guys. But what they don't realize is what comes with that. Yeah. The expectation that comes with that. The the durability that comes with that. The expectation that comes with that. And I think that when it comes to like players like Katie and Kyrie, because Kyrie, he talks big. Like he's like he's a LeBron Kate. Like in his mind, and I just had this conversation with somebody yesterday. In his mind, he is LeBron, he is KD. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't realize what comes with that. Mm-hmm. Bron ain't allowed to have 10 points in, a, in the first round in, in a playoff series. He's not allowed Ooh. to do that. Mm-mm. KD, Bron ain't allowed to go 0 for 10, 1 for 17. He ain't allowed to do that. Nope. He's not allowed to do that. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and listen, this is no knock against either one of those guys. because, Like I said, I I started my, my whole theory with these are two of the most offensively skilled guys I've ever seen that have ever graced the NBA. Mm. However, these are also guys who have had the luxury of playing behind somebody else. Who, the person that they're playing behind is catching the most brunt of the blame 
and who's catching the most, you know, um, the most praise when, when they win or when they do when the team does win. They've never really been in the position where they've had to carry or they've been the focal points of their team. Kevin Durant last year and this year is starting to see what that's like. Yeah. Because KD ain't never had to had ain't never had a Cavs team. Early those those early LeBron Cavs team, KD ain't never been in that position. He's had a, he's had a Russ. He's had a James Harden. He's had all of these people to play behind or to you know to help him culminate the responsibility. Then he leaves and he goes to Golden State. You got Clay, you got Draymond, you got Steph. These guys have won before you. They they were seventy three and nine before you. So you don't gotta be the main guy because really you're coming in and drop thirty and leave. Yep, pretty much. Kyrie the Kyrie the same way. Like before Brown got there, you were you were exciting, yes, but you got put on a national stage once you played with one of the greatest players of all time. And once you left that and departed it in Boston. It got so bad to the point where he it, it had you calling and apologizing for not understanding what he was trying to teach you. Mm-hmm. And so now that's that's rearing its head again in this Brooklyn situation because now you got two guys who are not great leaders, who have never had to be solely responsible for a team's wins or losses. And now they're starting to see what that's like. That's why we gotta start putting we gotta start categorizing people correctly. There's really good and then there's great. Everybody ain't great. It's yeah. a lot of really good. Yeah. And I mean, Katie and I, I, Katie is definitely in the great, um, the great echelon. But mm-hmm. he got to step it up because, as I said, I don't want to hear no excuses. This is what you asked for. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Now you seeing how how heavy that crown? Yeah, yeah, it's heavy. You seeing <laughs> how heavy that crown is? Yeah. So if if yours is offensively skilled and you you know you guys know I'm, I'm Kevin Durant well let's see Kevin Durant because we ain't seen it so far we have not we have not and I've been um, uh, disappointed as a fan it's like bruh, I've been the one saying that you might be better than Braun and you out here doing this. <laughs> that's a lot, that's a, but that's a lot of that ain't even just you that's a lot of people yeah yeah a lot of people have been saying that oh Katie is surpassed it surpassed Brown as the best player but has mm. he they're not looking like saying, this <laughs> not looking like what this we, what are we talking you know what I'm saying like what are we talking about like Brown has definitely had his playoff failures I, I'll mm. be the first to, I, I could name all of them for you I've been around <laughs> for a very long time so I know I'm well seasoned in that yeah but he ain't never gone over 10 in no. no first round. That's mm-hmm. something he ain't never done. And I said, I've seen Bron play bad. <laughs> Trust me, I've seen him play bad. Mm-hmm. He, ain't, he ain't, he ain't never. Come on, man. Like, nah, man. Yeah, he never did no. Uh, he nah, he never man, did an O for in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't want to hear that, man. The, the first time he lost in the first round since he's been in the playoffs was last year. Yeah, last year. That was nineteen years. That's eighteen years. I'm sorry. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, so come on, man. Yes, come on, man. <laughs> so, is it safe to say that in Game Three Saturday night, it's a legacy game for both KD and Kyrie? This is their legacy game. Absolutely, and I hate to say that in the first round because you normally there's not really legacy games in the first round. All right. But in this particular instance, just because of the expectation and just because of how 
much people um, are invested in the Brooklyn Nets and, um, you know, the talent that they have. Mm. It's absolutely a legacy game. There's no – listen, to me, Boston is the better team, right? Yes. But when you have a team that has Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the same team, getting – being down 3-0 is unacceptable. Hell, being down two zero is unacceptable, but it's more it's more, it's more so understandable because they do have to play in Boston. Boston is a tough place to play. Right. So mm-hmm. if if there's any excuse or silver lining in that, I'll give them that. Yes. But mm-hmm. going down 0-3, unacceptable. You can't have that as 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 the so-called best player of the NBA now and one of the most skilled players in in Kyrie. It can't happen. It can't happen. So, I, like I said, I hate to even say that the, there's a such thing as a legacy game in the first round, but mm. in this particular instance, absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, I agree. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, they haven't shown up the first two games, but well, Kyrie definitely didn't show up in game two. He showed up in game one, and then it For still sure. still ended up as a uh, loss, but. Um, it is a legacy game for both because if it doesn't work out, the narrative will be, well, see, KD didn't do nothing without Steph and Clay. You saw it. Because they were saying that last year when he was an inch away from going to conference finals. They were still saying it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a legacy game because there's so much added to it as far as the Brooklyn Nets team because they came in with oh, it's scary hours for the league, and we're the most talented team, and we don't need a coach, and uh, <laughs> like all, like all yeah. of these things, like these are all self-inflicted wounds at this point. Exactly. So you can't get mad at people for expecting. This is because this is what you told us. This is what you said. Mm-hmm. We got we got the most talented team. We got this. We got that. Da, da, da. This is a team that I wanted to go to. We put together. You have all of that. You have all of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear like this whole, oh, well, they're missing Ben Simmons. Listen, Ben Simmons will make a, make a difference on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. For sure, without a doubt. Yes. He's, he's exceptional at defense. And, and like I said, he can free things up a little because he can pass. You know what I'm saying? He's a big body, a bigger body, I, I, I should say. That at, the, at the end of the day, he, people are like, well, he doesn't have to score. Yeah, he does. Yes. It's a make or miss league. He does have to score. You got to score at least and 10. Gets, and if he gets in those critical moments and they run into another Boston or they run into Boston again and KD is not being KD and Kyrie is not being Kyrie, who who else are they going to go to? Ain't nobody else but Seth. And so you, you know, <laughs> are you really, you going to put your onus on, and no disrespect. Yeah, no disrespect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you going to put your onus on Seth. Curry. Yeah, yeah, that's not, yeah. Seth ain't, Seth ain't Steph. Yeah, yeah. Seth ain't Steph. Seth ain't Steph. That's right. (laughs) So it's like, what are we, you know what I mean? Like, even if if Ben Simmons just so happens to come back, like, still, like, Mm -hmm. Boston has enough talent and enough length to overcome that. And Al Horford low-key has a secret on Ben Simmons because a couple couple times that the the Sixers played the Celtics, that was his assignment. Yep. And that was light for, for that was light work for Al Horford. A lot of people don't remember that, but I do. Mm-hmm. Al Horford so, had his way, yes. He had his mm-hmm. way, offensively and defensively. So yes. 
again, yeah. I don't want to hear no excuses. They have to win game three. And even if they get a gentleman sweep, it's still I still want to hear the same I still want to see the same energy. But mm-hmm. that's another subject for another day. But if they go down 0-3, mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta we gotta the rankings gonna gonna have to look a little bit different. I'm sorry. It is. You're right. You're very you're 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 hitting it on the head. <laughs> you're hitting it on the head. I'm sorry. Uh, my man Al, what's up, Al? Uh, she so breaking Al, that knowledge you. down. I, yes. I appreciate you, Al. Good looking. Uh, Nets have to get this series tied before it goes back to Boston. Absolutely. Yes, it has. Absolutely. It has to be two two. Yeah. Absolutely, or yeah. it's, it's gonna get ugly. Because, like I said, there's the there's the potential of. Because I mean, Philly's gonna close out Toronto. Yep. That's that's. I mean, Toronto can't. Excuse me. Toronto can't hang with Philly. Mm-hmm. So if Philly gets out of the second round and Boston don't, I mean, and the Nets don't. Yeah. All of a sudden that trade looked good from the Sixers standpoint. It looked good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. We have seen that before. Um, if this doesn't work, so let's say the Nets lose this series. Right. Should, should or will Steve Nash get fired? He should, but he won't. Okay. Um, because... They don't want to piss off KD. Okay, I see. And Steve Nash is a KD pick. Okay. Because Steve Nash was a, um, I think, a, what was, the, I forgot, I forget the title. It's like a player, it's something, it's like a, I can't, God, that's going to bother me, but I can't think of the, t- the actual title, but mm-hmm. he was he was with the Warriors when KD was with the Warriors. Okay, okay. And he was on their, like, on their coaching staff. He was like a player consultant or player something. Oh, okay. Like I said, there's, a, there's a term for it. I can't think of the actual name for it, but I know it's player something. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> that's that was a KD pick. Okay. And, and day, KD doesn't want a coach that's gonna challenge him. KD wants a coach that's gonna be, that's gonna make him comfortable. That's gonna kind of cater to him, mm-hmm. which is which is why I kind of feel like him and Steve Kerr didn't really work because he didn't dedicate or predicate. Um, the Golden State Warriors, um, as 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 currently constructed, to KD, mm-hmm. he st- it still was Steph or nothing. Like you, cool or whatever, KD. Like you, we <laughs> you do what you do, and we appreciate it. However, mm-hmm. Steph and Dre and Clayto, like you know, right. what I'm saying? like KD was always I was was the red, was always the redheaded stepchild of that whole situation. So KD doesn't want to play for another coach like that. Mm-hmm. So Steve Nash is the perfect coach for the simple fact that he's not going to challenge KD. He's not going to um, do anything to um, to infuriate KD or to make him upset or to or even Kyrie as well. Like he's gonna be, he's the ultimate players' coach. Like he's going to be as even kill, as smooth sailing, as just under the radar as he possibly can be. Because he, I think, in the back of his mind, he knows he don't deserve that job. Mm-hmm. But because he has that strong alliance with KD, he knows all I gotta do is just please KD, and I'm. And I'm good, good. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm good. So, like I said, I, I think he should, but he won't. He won't because okay. who else is gonna be 
that way. What other coach is going to be that way? You ain't going to find too many Steve Na- Steve Nashes to coach that kind of, to coach that kind of talent. No, so, you know what I'm saying. So I I I think he should because I don't, he's not a coach. He's not a coach. He's just not a coach. Like he's he's just a, 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 an extra body on the sideline. Like he's not uh, you know really drawing drawing up any schemes or you know making any adjustments or like he's not doing that in it. He's just like all right, well we got Kitty and Kyrie Kyrie figure it out. Yep, that's it. And that's not that's not coaching. That's not going to be successful. So it's like. I don't know, man. I, I and I, you know, I like Steve Nash. Yeah, I, yeah. I was a fan of Steve Nash as a player. Yes. Yeah. He he got an easy out with that job, man. He did. And, and yeah. like I said, he he definitely should get let go. But I, they're not gonna because they though the Brooklyn Nets are in KD's hands. Whatever KD want, KD wants is what's gonna happen. And KD wants Steve Nash, so they're gonna keep Steve Nash. Okay. So in that case. The same way we blame Braun for bringing in Russ. Absolutely. I feel like we should now, since, because I didn't know that, that KD was the mm-hmm. one that said, hey, go ahead and bring Steve Nash in. Mm-hmm. So he gets some, I would give KD the same blame. Absolutely. <laughs> Say, you the you one that brought him in. You, you brought him everything, in. Everything that is happened with the Brooklyn Nets, the, the way the team is currently constructed right now, it's because of KD. Yeah. And I don't, everybody's like, well, KD's, no, 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 no. If KD doesn't want somebody, they ain't coming to Brooklyn. Yeah. They're not going to be a Brooklyn, they're not going to be a part of the at all. Like, if KD says no, it's over with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's just, as, as superstar players, that's just what it is. Like, yeah, every, yeah, he has they, that they, power. They, they, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can mm-hmm. say, oh, no, I don't have nothing. Cut it. Yeah, you do. If you, if you go to the front <laughs> office and be like, I don't want that person, you think that person's going to be there? No. Mm-mm. no. So that, that was, a, like I said, him and KD got really close during that, that time with the Warriors because he was mm-hmm. he was on you know, on that on that roster. And, okay. that, yeah, that was that was a KD move. But, see, KD, KD isn't, isn't as loud and as boisterous as Bron. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it kind of flies under the radar. But if you pay attention... You can you can kind of tell what's going on. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You're right, right, right. And when you look at their offense with the Nets, it's a lot of dribble, dribble, dribble. Oh, it's ten it's seconds ISO. on the shot clock. It's what ISO. are we gonna do? It's yeah, it's ISO. it's ISO. It's all ISO. Nobody's moving around. I said, why isn't people moving around and setting picks and doing? They because don't. They, they don't do don't, that. They don't have a coach to. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna draw that up? Like Steve Nash isn't isn't a Doc Rivers. He's not a Greg Popovich. He's not a uh, even Frank Vogel. And Greg Vogel is a terrible coach. Like, <laughs> at, least, at least he attempted to like try to yeah do some know, yeah do, yeah do something like even um the matter of fact the Boston Celtics coach I can't remember his name which uh M A M A yeah M A yeah. which I think is another reason why they've been so successful against Kevin Durant because he has a lot of history with Kevin Durant. Yes, he does. So he yep. he he knows strengths and weaknesses of of a Kevin Durant. So I think that's another reason why they defensively Boston has been been able to be successful against them. But like I said, Steve Nash ain't that ain't that caliber of coach. And ISO is only good ISO is good for entertainment. ISO is good for it bring, putting fans in seats. Mm-hmm. ISO ain't gonna win you a championship. Nope. Mm mm. Can't 
Because there's no ball movement when you watch the Nets. There's none. Yeah, and if you miss the shots and you're doing ISO, yeah, you're not what doing... happened last night is what happens. When you do ISO and you miss shots, yeah. that's what happens. Yeah, you lose. You gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. And uh, he reminds me a lot of um, uh, Cowboy fans are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. He reminds me a lot of Jason Garrett. Oh, Coach Clapp. Yeah, Coach, it's a lot of, yeah, KD doing good. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, and all that. And it's like, and then when it comes to the X's and O's, it's like, well, I don't really know anything, so I'm just going to say go run an ISO and do this. Okay, cool. I don't know if you ever, (laughs) I forgot what game it was, but um, I think KD went off for like, 50 or something like that. I, I I don't remember. I think it might have been a regular season game. I don't remember. Or or it might have been last year's playoffs. I'm not sure what it mm. was. But I just remember after the game when Katie checked out, Steve Nash hugged that man so tight. And that let me know everything I needed to know. Because I'm like, <laughs> you were like, please just bring this home for us. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have really much anything else to tell y'all or to suggest to y'all. Just, I know we have you. And yeah. if you could just, just be who I know you can be, we gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. <laughs> That's just what it was, and I was like, "Yeah, that just I, now I, that tells me everything I need to know." Yeah, tells me everything I need to know. Like I, I've always thought that that's how it was, but after seeing that, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah he's definitely relies on KD a lot, a lot, and a lot. KD can only do so much. Like mm-hmm. you know, one person can only do so much. Like you can't expect to play KD forty minutes, forty eight minutes a night, and like it's it, at some point that's gonna catch up, catch up to him. It's gonna catch up exactly. Uh, Al said that job should have went to Sam Cassell. That that would have that oh, would have been better than Steve Nash. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I still don't understand the whole the league's whole premise against Mark Jackson, but there's no reason that man. Should yeah, Mark Jackson would have worked. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm to the point now. I don't even know if Mark Jackson Mark Jackson wants to come back. I think he does. I, I think he does because I, I believe he was on um, Shannon Sharp's podcast okay. I think, like last year sometime and he was talking about coaching and wanting to coach and like why he doesn't understand why he he doesn't get, you know, a, a fair a fair shake basically. All right, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think he still, I think the problem still that because I mean, like, listen, Steve Curry ain't really a great coach either. Let's just, let's just, <laughs> Let's just call it Spanish. Like he's not—he's—he's he's just been very lucky to have mm. generational talent fall into his lap, and he's been able to make it work. Yes, but he's not a schematic. Like he's not a—you know—like that's—that's not his—that's not really his thing. Mm. He was able to take this. It's kind of like when uh, Mike Tomlin took over for Bill Cowher with the state with the Steelers. It's like right, right, just right. kind of piggybacking off of the foundation that I've set. Yeah. And that's what it was with Mark Jackson and Steve Kerr. Like, Mike, Mark Jackson is the reason why the Warriors are the Warriors. He had them playing at that level. If, if he got another another year, they would have probably won the championship still. Yeah, they still would have won, yeah. They still would have Like, it, yeah. it, it wouldn't have made a difference. And so it's just like, I don't I don't understand how you don't. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't get that. I really don't get that. I think uh-huh. whatever... There was something deeper that happened with him and the Warriors than just what they put out. 
Yeah. And I think that whatever that is has followed him throughout his his kind of his journey. Yeah. And that's kind of that. I mean, I, I mean, there's been a couple of different reports about like religion and stuff like that, but like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. And, like, and that, that man, that man deserves a a head coaching job. He does, he does, and I hope it's not because of that. I hope it's not because of his deep faith in God because that's if that is what it is then that's horrible that's I mean, no one should Steph, be judged Steph, off that Steph Curry has I can do all things on the side of his shoe yes on the he side does of Steph Curry shoe I can do all things yes mm-hmm. so that can't be it either okay so uh, that's, that's, my, that's, my, that's 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 what I was hoping it that, wasn't you that, know? yeah that, that mind thing. like I mean it could it could be like a, there very well it could be you know, some GM, like uh, the GM or some people maybe in the, in the higher ups that were like, yeah, we not really with all this super God stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it, but to me, because you're, you're a superstar that's bringing all this revenue and all these fans and all this literally has, that's that's a Bible quote on the side of his Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he does this after every three. After so every like, three, yeah. Is it really that? Like, yeah. I mean, I or or right or they could have used it as an excuse to that and it and it was something else that was going on so yeah yeah so yeah definitely that's that's what i think but again i yeah i don't know but i'm just i'm just kind of you know trying to get get to the get to the root of it but yeah it's just ridiculous that he doesn't have another he hasn't had another coaching opportunity since then well, hopefully he will get a chance. He will at least get interviewed by the Lakers. Hopefully. Not this thing. <laughs> if there's any Laker personnel listening, <laughs> <laughs> let this man coach the Lakers. Please. Like, please. Please. Mm-hmm. I am begging and I am pleading. Please. Let this man be the coach of the, the next head coach of the Lakers. He will be, there's, there's, he will be a good no fit. Can- there's no better candidate. Yep. There's no better candidate. No, it's not because when you look, it's like, whoa, dang, there ain't really nobody. And <laughs> I told somebody this the other day. I don't know if he'll do it because of his deep Celtic roots, but uh, uh, Rick Carlisle is really the only legitimate mm, okay, other guy you can bring in there. Yeah, but I don't know if he'll do it because he's Celtic. So I don't right, know right, if he'll. Right, right, right. You know, put that to the side or not, but yeah, that's the only other person. Other than that, there's nobody else that uh-huh. the Lakers can get that would be good enough for for that for that job. Uh, to for me, sure. um, Demar Derozan showed up yesterday. <laughs> uh, the Bulls won Game Two, one fourteen to one ten. The series is now tied with the Bucks. Now it gets interesting mm-hmm. because the Bulls are very good at home. Um, you could be looking at the Bulls going up three one if they handle their business at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so now all the people that said Demar Derozan sucks in the playoffs and he chokes and does all that, they can be quiet for at least a couple of days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 41 points, 16 for 31 shooting. He was phenomenal last night. Uh, Vucevic chipped in with his 24. 
Uh, Zach Levine also chipped in with his 20. So Vucevic and Levine played way better than what they did in game one. Right. How do you see this series going forward, Sensei? Um, I think it gets interesting because Middleton has an MCL, uh, sp- um, I think, sprain, if I'm not mistaken, okay. um, from the report that I saw this morning. Yes. Um. So it definitely gets interesting, and Chicago now has a fighter's chance mm-hmm. because Middleton is very important to the Bucks and to what they do well. And to relieving a lot of the pressure and um, expectation off of Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that they don't have that, I mean, you know, it's all, it's all everybody likes to preach next man up mentality, but if the next man up can't measure up to the man that they replace him, then it's, it's yeah, it doesn't matter. Really matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, I definitely think that the Bulls have now they have they put themselves in position to have a fighter's chance. Um, I still think Milwaukee probably squeaks it out though. Okay. Um, so I would say instead of, because I, I thought I originally thought it was gonna be a sweep. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now with, with the kind of how things I went, I think Milwaukee will probably take it in six. Okay. Um, they just got because they. I mean, honestly, Giannis just has, and he's more than capable of doing. It. Like he's he's done it before, so it's not like he he's not capable of of kind of putting putting the team on his back and say like, y'all come and we we gonna win. Um. So. If they can just steal one in Chicago, then, like I said, I think I think they'll win it in six. But also, like you said, the Bulls have been really good at have been really good at home, really and then good. you know um, they won in Milwaukee, so that's that that was you know probably their toughest feat is getting still in one in Milwaukee, which they were able to do. So um, yeah, man. I mean, like it, I don't know. Like I said, they they can definitely make things interesting, but I think that Milwaukee will still squeak it out. Yeah, I still have the Bucks winning the series. Um, with Middleton being out, um, of course, Giannis is going to have to carry more. Um, who knows how long Middleton is going to be out. Uh, but if the Bulls win both of their home games and go up 3-1... They're gonna win that series. Yeah, I, I, agree. <laughs> I, I agree. So Milwaukee is now in a situation where they have to get one there now. So it's no longer all we can. If they would have went up two zero, okay, we can lose the two there and still come back home. Nah, they got to win one of those two. And um, the Bulls have been good at home. Uh, I. I yeah, I can still see the Bucks winning a six. They gotta get one of these next two. Mm-hmm. Uh for for that to happen. Uh or else it's gonna turn into the Bulls pulling off a major upset. Cause nobody picked them. Uh I don't even think nobody on ESPN <laughs> nobody on ESPN, yeah, nobody yeah. on FS1, nobody. Yeah, nobody <laughs> Nobody picked them, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that would sure. be a nobody, major, nobody major upset for sure. Um, another series I wanted to talk about. Um, they don't play till tomorrow night, I believe. But um, the Pelicans and Suns series. 
that one got interesting. <laughs> man, it really did because I was man, I was watching that game and I like fell asleep like at the beginning of the the fourth because the sun. I believe the Suns were up if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, they and were. Then, like, yeah. I, and then like I woke up in the middle of the game and I was like, wait, what? Or right, what happened? All right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely uh definitely interesting now. Sure. It is interesting now. Um I'm gonna go to that box score real quick again here. So Brandon Ingram is now grown grown. Yeah. For all those Brandon Ingram grown grown now. He had thirty seven in that game too. Um his mid range game is sensational mm-hmm. um those are the things uh me being a duke fan i've i've seen how good his mid-range game was when he was at duke um all he needed was more time to you know get it better and it's now on a level where it's even better than it was when he was in college um Devin booker is gonna be out for games three and four so it's going yeah. so it's now on the shoulders of CP3. Can, okay. This is kind of a two-part question. Can CP3 shoulder it for two games and get the Suns to the next round? Or can the Pelicans pull off one of the greatest upsets ever. <laughs> right. Because this will be the greatest upset ever. Uh, and uh, somehow get uh, beating the Suns in this first round. Now that Devin Booker is going to miss at least games three and four. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think CP can, but mm-hmm. he has to. Like, he, he doesn't really have an, uh, a choice not to because... Everybody's called CP the point guard, and you know yeah. how you know how great he's been, or he's top point, uh, top five point guard all time. All of these things, like which which is things that I believe. I think that those things are all true. But he has to, he has to be the one to shoulder this because he if 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 you know what I'm saying. Because a lot of times that the the narrative that's been about Chris Paul throughout the playoffs is that. You know, right when right when he's about to get there, like he heard or something always happens. So it's mm-hmm. like now he's completely healthy. Um, he should at least be able to get them out of the first round. Um, and and I mean that's just that's just what it is. So I mean, for as far as when we and we just talk about you know legacy games and, and things of that nature, like yeah. this is a legacy series for Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul has to be the one to shoulder this and put it on his back and say, look. Y'all coming with me? We going to the promised land, basically. Like you know, because yeah. I mean, they're they're saying just for the games three and four that Devin Booker is gonna be out. Yes. So that's just that's two games. Mm-hmm. CP should be able to get you two games. Like yeah. you know, what I'm saying with, with the talent that they have around with that team and how they're constructed, like he should be able to get you at least two games. Yeah. So he definitely he definitely has to be the one to shoulder this and and to take that Sun team to the next level. Is the series going to be longer now? Um, so let's say they split these next two games in uh, 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 NOLA. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, it's tied to two. Does a long first round series kind of hurt the Suns as we get later on in the playoffs as far as they're not going to be as rested as, well, who knows how long this Jazz Maverick series is going to go now, now that it's tied at one. But mm-hmm. hurt them as far as, hey, we could have had some days off, you know, in between if we just would have handled our business, you know, with the Pelicans. But now we got to play these extra games. Is that going to hurt them down, you know, uh, uh, late, uh, in, the, uh, in the next round? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think I think that because Devin Booker is their best player, and um, I think that this because this series may go it may I mean it still may be the same the same way but it may go a little bit longer obviously because they don't have Devin Booker but mm-hmm. I think it helps the younger players on their team to get that experience and to be ready like you know what I'm saying going into the next into the latter rounds. Um. But no, I, I don't. I don't see it being a hindrance, um, a hindrance at all. As long as they're able to take care of business, they, it doesn't need to go any further than six. Because if it goes seven, then, then it, it, it could get different. But um, if they can, you know, even get it and do it in five games or six games, I think they'll be. I think they'll be all right. But um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think that's going to be something that's going to affect them. Um, you know, coming down the line. Okay. All right. So. Jazz and Mavericks. <laughs> this series has been interesting in its own way. Uh, Jalen Brunson had the game of his life in game two. <laughs> Nobody saw that one coming. Free Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> free Do- free like, Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> like, because what? Even like the you can't take the jazz serious, man. Like, what is even <laughs> happening? Yeah, that was that was bad. And so, okay, I have two separate questions for this. Let's let's start with the jazz first, and then we'll okay. get to the Mavericks. So, if this series goes left, Jazz lose this series. Should or will Quinn Snyder be fired? Yes. Because they've they've been too successful in the regular season and flamed out in the playoffs miserably too many times. So there has there has to be some kind of change. So if he don't go, then Donovan Mitchell should be allowed to walk free. That's that's I mean I'm, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Like, if if, he, if they're gonna keep him, then they should allow Donovan Mitchell to touch free agency and to go wherever he feels, wherever he seems fit. I agree with that. I said Quinn Snyder should have been fired that year. They were up three one and they lost that. I think that was against Denver in the in the uh, mm-hmm. uh, a bubble. Mm-hmm. They were up three games yeah. to one and they yeah. lost that. Yep. And I was like, yeah, it's time for Quinn Snyder to go. But they held on. And then last year they were up 2-0 against the Clippers. Lost that one. They still held on to Quinn Snyder. And now we're here. Yeah. 
And it's almost like Utah's like, well, Quinn Snyder's the only good coach we can get. So let's just hold on to him. And it's like there's other good coaches you can get that can get you to work. Because I seen Quinn Snyder uh, way back when he was coaching the um, 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 MU uh, here with the Tigers, Missouri Tigers. The same thing. He can only get you so far. Quinn Snyder's the type of coach where he can get you to a point, but he ain't gonna get you all the way to where you need where you need yeah, him to take you. Know, yeah. <laughs> so he is the quintessential second round coach. He can get you the second round. Mm-hmm. Anything after that? Nope. <laughs> he can't do it. Right. And that's, you know, that's just what it is. And I will say he did a good job and turned the franchise around there in um, uh, Utah because it wasn't all that good, you know, when, when he came in there. So he did do that. But now it's at a point where it, it, it can't it can't grow. It can't get any better than than, you know, than what it is now. And if I am Donovan Mitchell, this series doesn't work out. With Luca or without, because we don't know if he's gonna play this next game, and I'm and I'm gonna ask you a question about him and uh, uh, after this. Okay. Um, if I'm Donovan Mitchell and Quinn Snyder is still the coach after this season, I will have to ask for for a trade. Yeah. Because Absolutely. it's like, okay, you guys. Don't do anything. You don't make any trades to make the team better. We still have the same coach. It's not working. I just want to go somewhere different. <laughs> and that's fair. I would not be mad. I'm not going to be mad at Donovan Mitchell for one out of that. You can't be. He's been playing his tail off since he got to the Utah Jazz. Yes. And they've ne- they've never progressed anything further than what they were. So you can't you can't be mad at him at that. Like that at that point, like you gotta like I said, you gotta let him roam free and do what he's gonna do because you yeah. guys haven't provided him with enough to you know what I'm saying for to convince him to make him want to stay. Exactly. Why would you want to stay in that? Why would you want? You end up being like, damn. You don't want you don't want to be like that. <laughs> yeah, loyal. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm big on loyalty. Yes, myself, but at yes. the same time, I'm loyal to a fault. I'm loyal to whatever's loyal to me. Yes. And if you're not providing any kind of, um, if, 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 if it's not mutual, if, if we're not on the same plateau as far as the loyalty goes, then I'm gonna take my loyalty and I'm gonna go somewhere else with. Yep. Because it's not being appreciated here. Like I, like exactly. I said, game. I totally get it. You're not winning a single thing in Portland, my guy. It's not gonna happen. Nobody wants to come there. No, they don't. They don't. No, it's it, a, just, it just is what it is. Portland's the Upper Northwest. Who wants to live there? Uh, <laughs> who wants to live in Oregon? Yeah, like nobody wants to live in Oregon. It rains all the time. It rains all the time. Yeah. Like, That's one of those places where you're like, whoa, where do you want to take a trip at? And nobody says Portland. Nobody 
<laughs> Nobody said, yeah, we want to go to Portland. You want to go to Portland? Like, Portland? Like, oh, what? What am I going to Portland for? <laughs> it's just one of those places, yeah. Uh, um, Luca. Now, this is my thing when it comes to Luca Doncic. Luca Magic. Luca is very good. He's a very good player. My whole thing with him has always been: you can't be a superstar if you can't get out the first round. That's 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 just my own personal rule. Everybody got their own little rules. That's that's that's, that's, that's mine. That's, I mean, that's fair. Honestly, that's fair. So he's, of course, he's been injured, hasn't played the first two games. So let's say he comes back either in this game or later on in the series. Dallas doesn't get out the first round. Can we start now? Looking at Luca as okay, you're a very good player, but in the playoffs, you've kind of been coming up kind of short. And you're not at that superstar level yet until you get out the first round. For sure. Um, definitely. I mean that's like I said, like that's only that's only fair. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know what I'm saying? A lot. The people that we consider superstars have all gotten out of the first round. That's just, I mean, that's just what it is. And I mean, as great as he is, and he is great, yeah. but you got to be able to, and I, I don't think it's all his fault as to why his team hasn't made it out of the first round, mm-hmm. but you got to be able to at least elevate your team to the next round. Yes. Like, you know what I'm saying? You've gotten a lot of pretty fair matchups, I would say, and you just haven't delivered. And that, I mean, and that's just, that's something that, you know what I'm saying? He has to change because I've seen Luca have a, a, just been on fire for the first three quarters, and then you almost forget he's out there in the, in the, in the last quarter where it, where it's winning time, where it's time to take it home. So he definitely has to be the one to change that um, that narrative, you know, around around him and around um, around Dallas. So yeah, he I mean he definitely has to get out of, for sure to get out of the first round. So this would. Would this be the worst one out of all of them if he loses, if he comes back and plays in this series and they don't make it out the first round? Will this be the worst first round loss out of all of them for him? I don't think so. Just because he, it's because it's not fair to say that because he hasn't been able to play for the first couple of games. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I wouldn't give him that this year. Um, like I said, in, in other years, you could probably say that, but this year, I wouldn't do that just for the simple fact that he was injured. So, no, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that. Okay. Okay. Uh, games tonight. Uh, let's uh, give our picks on some of these games for tonight. So, we got the Grizzlies and T-Wolves, Mavs and Jazz, and Warriors and Nuggets. So... Who are your winners for tonight? Um, so the Warriors. Um, the Warriors, Grizz, and who else plays tonight? The Mavericks and the Jazz. Mavericks and Jazz, and I'm gonna go Mavericks. Go to Mavs, okay. Boy, everybody was quick to jump off that uh, Timberwolves bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, you know, I just feel like a 
lot of that. The game one, I feel like the Grizz kind of underestimated their opponent, mm-hmm. and they just thought it was going to be a cakewalk. And they're also a young team, so they had to had to kind of get punched in the mouth a little bit to be like, all right, we gotta, you know, we gotta strap down. But I think now they understand kind of how things work and um, going forward what they need to do. Um, to be successful, to be successful against this Timberwolves team. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I never bought into. That. I mean, that was that was nice. I mean, I was definitely impressed that they were able to pull a, you know, squeak out a game one win for sure. But I never was like, oh, they can possibly win the t-. like that. Would come on now. Let's not be prisoners of the moment. Yeah, prisoners of the moment. Everybody relax. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's exactly what I thought game one was, where Memphis thought, ah. Oh, it's Minnesota. Yeah. It ain't going to be nothing. And then, boom, ended up losing. So now that they've kind of – now that they know that Minnesota is not to be played with uh, uh, lightly, mm-hmm. um, they're going to get their best effort now. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I have the Grizzlies winning tonight. It'll be a, It'll be a closer game. You won't have to change the channel after halftime, like game two. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm gonna go with the Jazz at home. That okay? As I know, some of the Jazz fans can get kind of rowdy and crazy, and you know, say some stuff. But they're they're a fan base overall. They're that's the loudest arena when it comes to playoff time. They get loud. <laughs> that is very so uh I'm, I'm gonna go with utah tonight and uh golden state i think will handle their business again with the with, with the nuggets um the warriors have a chance now if they can sweep the nuggets they can get some rest and um mm-hmm. they're gonna need all they rest Oh yeah. When they yep. if, they, if they match up with Memphis next round, they're gonna need all all the rest. <laughs> all the rest. Um I still have I still believe Golden State can go all the way and make the final. Um I know you kinda thought I was crazy for that, sis, but <laughs> it's just I mean, it's- yeah they are and steve kerr uh having steph coming off the bench where i i wasn't even thinking of that <laughs> when there was like well you're gonna play you know he's still you know coming off his you know um uh injury but he's coming off the bench and i said well i don't know how that's gonna work and it's worked mast- masterfully so far. <laughs> yeah, especially Jordan Poole playing the way he's playing. I mean, yeah, he look, like you said, he's looking like a genius right about now. Yeah, so it looks good right now um, with the 3G lineup and all of that. Um, I just want to see that series. Memphis and Golden State. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. Man. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a lot of fun. Every game will come down to the last two minutes, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really competitive. For nah, sure. It's going to be competitive. So. And Golden State would have to start that series in Memphis. Yeah, they'll have to start, yes. 
Yes. So, so yeah, man, yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, you know. This would be, um, I said this on the um, uh, morning show before on um, uh, ASAP. This road for the road, for the Warriors after once they get past Denver. This will be the hardest road to a championship that they've had. Absolutely agreed. In in the Curry Clay <laughs> Draymond yeah. era, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Because you got to beat a very good Memphis team with Ja. A very good Phoenix team with CP3 and hopefully Devin Booker. And then whoever comes out of the East. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree with that. And that, would, and that would help Steph and Clay's legacy if they were able to do that this year. Mm-hmm. That, so now it's like you can't just say, oh, well, they wrote uh, KD came in and helped them win the two and all that. And da, 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 da. they went on the hardest road and they still got it done. So. I agree. Yeah, so. I definitely agree. All right, sis. Well, it has been fun as always. Indeed. Um. Go ahead and uh, shout out all your social medias again for everybody. All right. So my Instagram is sensei underscore 33. Um, if you are on Twitter, my Twitter is Trizzy baby or Trizzy underscore baby 33. And if you're on Facebook, my uh, Facebook is just Alana Travers, my real name. Um, so make sure y'all search me on all of that because all of my shows and stuff that I'm doing is going to be plastered all, all, all over all of those things. So, yeah, make sure y'all tap in and uh, check the girl out, man. Please do that. Make sure y'all check out her socials. Um, Shout out to you for uh, all the um, uh, accomplishments. I mean, you you got the all-female show with the Sports Senseis on ASAP, which is always very good. It's always very good. Uh, now doing big things with Sacramento Kings. So man, trying to try and try and be like you. Trying to <laughs> trying to be like sis. It, 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 it's coming, bro. Like I said, just just manifest that thing. We gonna we gonna all be be eating lovely. So yeah, but oh, I appreciate yeah. I appreciate the love. Thank you, and thank you for always having me on. It's always fun. You know, when I when we get to tap in, so yes, yes. So it's still playoff time. Sensei will be back. Will be. We'll for be sure. Back. Make sure y'all tune in. Check my brother Greg out, man. Yeah, yeah. So we'll definitely have sis back on again uh, as the uh, playoffs move forward. Indeed. Uh, I want to thank all y'all for watching. The G Report Podcast, episode 111. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> 111 of them things. 111. Yes. So I appreciate everybody for listening. I uh, appreciate everybody for watching. Um, my uh, socials, my handles have been uh, scrolling there at the bottom, but. Uh, on Instagram, we are at the underscore lowercase g underscore report. 
on Instagram. Facebook is facebook.com slash the G report on there is where I post the videos of the episodes that I've done. It's all right there. Uh, and also we are on Spotify. So check us yes, out on there. <laughs> we're on, we're on Spotify and, uh, we are also on uh, kcwrs.com three days out of the week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. So on those days, times, you can check us out on there as well. That'll do it for this yeah. one. And as we always say when we sign out, stay healthy. There's still germs out there, even though COVID is almost yes, gone. Keep your mask on. <laughs> yeah, keep them on. Keep them on now. It's almost done. Yes. Uh, Stay healthy, stay safe, and God bless.